The Major Spoilers podcast covers news, reviews, and of course spoilers, and we will go into detail about the topics we discuss. So if you haven't read, listened to, or watched the items we talk about, you might want to come back later. I'm Matthew. And I'm Steven, and you're listening to the Major Spoilers podcast, the podcast for pop culture and comic fans. This time around, when three teens from the future show up to screw with your head, what do you do? What do you do? If you're Tom Welling, odds are you're going to accidentally start a worldwide phenomenon, but that's Tom Welling. Let's set the time cube for the year 3008. Put on your safety goggles to protect against the bouncing boys. Make sure you're wearing your bat timberwolf repellent because we're piercing the time stream in the hopes that we can make the cut. If nothing else, I'm sure the substitute hero's auxiliary can use spoiler lad and meteor attractor boy. I can telekinetically attract meteors, but only right to my head. Live from the planet Talox 7, the Mazer Spoilers podcast is on the air. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another, our 70th episode of the Major Spoilers podcast. You know, Matthew, a long time ago... Many, many years ago, there was a young Kansas farm boy who had a dream that one day he would grow up to have a podcast where boys and girls could sit down and talk about all sorts of wonderful comic book and pop culture things, and then reality hit, and I realized that isn't always going to be the case. But tonight, or today, depending on when you're listening, hello, future people, uh, we do have... Hello, future, I brought Rodrigo, and there's nothing really here. <laughs> we do have... Boys and girls joining us on the show. Of course, Matthew and I are here. Rodrigo out on vacation yet again. But we do have two guests from the Super Future Friends podcast, Kristen and Adriana. Welcome to the show. Hi. Now, some people probably don't know what the heck a Super Future Friends podcast is. What the heck is yeah. that? Do you want to? Okay, I'll do this. Um, a Super Future Friends podcast is um, where me and Kristen summarize issues of the Legion, starting from the beginning. Awesome. And we uh, work through the archives. And, and by summarize, we sort of mean <sighs> laugh Mom. at. Yeah. Enjoy. Just, yeah, we. <laughs> in a special We manner. violently enjoy them <laughs> to their fullest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we enjoy them the same way that original readers of the comic enjoyed them. <laughs> the same as, way. Yeah, except we're in the future. So, yeah. <laughs> Which is a weird twist. Mm, yes. Ironic. So, <laughs> so we summarize uh, issues of it, and then we post precious, precious pictures, <laughs> like uh, choice pictures from it. And um, that's pretty much what we do. Yeah. yeah. We're, and we're, we try to do this for, so that people don't have to go and find the archives. They don't have to subject themselves to the torture that is the, <laughs> yeah. the golden age Indeed. of... <laughs> yes, and the archives don't include everything, yeah. which we found out. Ah. Much our sadness. Oh my god, that was horrible. So you guys have had to track down some issues, some lost yeah. issues, yeah. or did you just go yeah. WTF? Yeah, we are out of order. Yes. Ah. But don't worry. We fixed it. Yeah, we're on the case. <laughs> now, this is something that, based on our demographics of people that visit the Major Spoilers website, there are not a whole lot of them that are women. Yes. How, how did you get into comic books? Let's see. Well, Kristen speaking. Uh, I guess it started when I was little. I just had a lot of guy friends. I was uh-huh. a tomboy. And I'd go over to their house and read their comic books so I didn't have to buy them. And uh, and then I was, you know, a young girl. So I got into Sailor Moon, as many <laughs> girls did. Yes. And they used to translate the Sailor Moon comics. So that brought me to the comic shop a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I'd shop around and buy the things. I guess that's how I got into it. Yeah. How about you? Uh, me, I had a dad and a brother who both collected comic books. Uh. I think 
Batman, for some reason, <laughs> has always been in my consciousness. Like either the 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 um, Super Friends cartoon, or uh, Adam West, or you know Michael Keaton Batman. Right. Batman, 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 and uh, <laughs> that translated into me realizing that Batman existed in a comic and that I could read his stories and then the cartoon and then, uh, yeah. So I, I guess we're both into comics, but we also like worked in comics. Oh, you and, worked in yeah. comics. Cause I went up to both of your websites. You each individually have some uh, blog pages that has some art on there and there's some fantastic <laughs> art up there. What, what oh, work have you, you guys done in uh comic industry? Oh, well, I used to work, uh, the, the things I like are, um, or the things I had experience in was um, in, like, manga stuff, like the Japanese-style uh-huh. stuff, and I was actually an art director and an um, um, editor, editor, I guess, at a, re- at a really small startup company a few years ago. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah and actually, so was Adriana. <laughs> yes, and now we work um, as character designers. Yeah, now we're, now we're actually in the gaming, into, um, yes. like, an online virtual world. Yes. Um, I'm the lead character designer, and she's one of my character designers. Yes. Oh, awesome. So you guys are like, yeah. uh, are you doing 3D stuff or is this going to be? It's, a- it's 2D, but it's. It's 2D and 3D sort of. It's it's getting like the cartoon look on what is actually um, 3D rendered thing. Oh, and it's awesome. it's like a, it's for, it's for children. It's an online um, avatar dress up site. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's like a social network yeah. type thing. Oh, you yeah. guys are yeah. just busting out all over. So then what, <laughs> what brought you then to the, to the Legion? The cartoon, yeah, the cartoon. Oh, just the Pretty one that was uh, out recently. Yeah, yes, because yeah, I'm an uh, uh, I was an animation major in school and love cartoons. Always love yeah. cartoons, yeah. and so I watched that cartoon violently. Yeah, I, think I, f- I made you watch it. Yeah, how you started watching. Yeah, it. I followed like all the other um, you know Warner Brothers cartoons that were um, Batman and yeah, uh, Batman. then <laughs> Superman, then Justice League, then uh, Teen Titans, and I started to watch the Legion cartoon, but I was like super lost. And then Kristen was like, hey, there's a really cute robot in this show. And we're like, this robot is awesome. And so we started watching the cartoon basically for Brainiac 5. Yeah. Yeah. And then we started reading the comics. For Brainiac 5. Yeah, for Brainiac. We're like, hey, he's also in this comic. Let's read this comic. Let's read this comic. Yes. Cool. Matthew, how did you get into Legion of, uh, of Superheroes? Um, honestly, I'm not sure I entirely remember. I think it was that damn tabloid. Which tabloid? The tabloid that, uh, oh my god, it's a billion years ago. Um, when I was a kid, (laughs) I didn't read comics until my uncle told me I was too old to. But my cousin Elwood always had a bunch of comics, and one of the ones that he had was the tabloid-sized Legion issue with the marriage of Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl. I did oh, a review yeah. of it like a billion years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I never, I never read anything that you write, Matthew, so I wouldn't know yes, about that. Yes, I'm aware, Stephen. I refer to things that I wrote, and you're like, what? You should put that on the site. <laughs> and I'm like, it's time for our adult tag. F you, Stephen. <laughs> uh, and I remember reading that, and it had in the back just little, little one-panel vignettes explaining, this is all of the Legionnaires there have ever been. And there was oh. Wildfire and Tyrock and these weird guys that I knew nothing about. <laughs> wow. And Chemical King. And I'm like, who is this Chemical King yet? And I spent years <laughs> trying to figure out who Chemical King was before I realized that nobody else cared about him either. <laughs> All right, right. Oh, God. <laughs> At least, like, where, you know, we had like, you. <laughs> yeah, we had you to tell us who Chemical King was. Yeah, like yeah. That. Otherwise, we would have had no idea. That's, Thank God for Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, a lot I, of other people think that. so, too, because uh, 
the hero histories up at Majorspoilers.com are just uh, very well liked all around the interwebs. I have a broken scanner, by the way, for those of you who've been waiting for the next one, and I apologize for the inconvenience. Please return the stew. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we've been. Uh, we were hoping that we would have everything wrapped up with the uh, Legion of Superheroes by the end of the year, but that's not going to happen. Maybe we'll release the final three or so, four or so, uh, quarterly for next year. How does that sound? I have a good idea. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> it's up to you, man. I didn't get into the Legion of Superheroes, of course. Matthew and I knew each other way long ago, back in the uh, uh, late eighties, late eighties, early nineties, when we were in college. Uh, Matthew would always try to push his his Legion of Superhero belief system off on me, and I kept saying, "No, it's all about Batman." Hello. Excuse and, me, you uh, were reading X Mutants. No, I, yeah, on. I was actually reading X Mutants. That was pretty good. We'll have to have an X Mutants uh, podcast one of these days. Uh, but it wasn't until I moved Tell to Atlanta. Me how that goes. <laughs> it wasn't until I moved to Atlanta when I picked up, and I think it, I got turned on by the artwork in the Archie Legion. I think and you got turned on uh, by the artwork in the X Mutants too. Now probably that, that too. You probably Do you would remember be right. which artist you liked? Oh man, it. I would have to go back. I do not have any of the copies in front of me. Um, I think from the time frame, you're probably referring to uh, Jeff Moy. Yeah, who did? Uh, who if who you did look, the tongues? He oh, every every like third page, you'd see a girl with her tongue sticking out. If you look on the, <laughs> true. Oh my god! If you look on the uh, on the major spoilers website, uh, the one where I'm announcing on the next major spoilers podcast, we are Legion. That is the art style that I like, and that I that's think that's Jeff Moy. Okay, that's what attracted me to Legion of Superheroes. And I'm, as I'm reading the stories, I'm like, okay, well, let me pick up Legion of Superheroes, and I'm reading it, and then I'm all of a sudden going, well, how come there's this big jump between issues? And then I realize, oh, there's a whole other series called Legionnaires that I also right. have to pick up and read. And, of course, they had the great numbering system so that you knew which order to read everything in. And it made sense. And that's when I <laughs> fell in love with uh, Legion of Superheroes. You know, the numbers on the comics go up every month. So no, no, no. But because the stories crossed <laughs> over back and forth with one another, they had the little uh, pendant on the front that would tell you that this is, you know, this is part one of the story. This is part two, three, four, five, et cetera. I, I just want to point out that I've ba, been ba, scanning ba, ba. these things for the past two years. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Ba, 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 ba. Hey, uh, Chris Parton posted up on the Major Spoilers website. I've been one of those off and on again fans of the Legion of Superheroes. I read a lot of Giffen series in the 80s and stopped after a while. And they got, got back into it during the Chris Sprouse series. I loved his character designs. I finally got back into it when Mark Wade started up the current series, and I've been with it ever since. I really wish DC would just leave the characters alone, let a writer and artist <laughs> team run with the characters for as long as possible and see what happens. I had hoped for Jim Shooter's return would have been that moment, but I forgot to factor in the DDO factor. I'm looking forward to this upcoming episode of the show. Matthew, why is Jim Shooter's Legion the greatest Legion in the world? Well, I can tell you why any Legion is the greatest Legion in the world. With Shooter, it was the intricacies of the continuity. Shooter started out with, I think his first issue, he's like, I'm going to introduce four new members to a team that already has 18. And then mm. he created the future Legion, which kind of set, I mean, for the longest time, 10, 15 years, set the tone of the future of where the Legion was going. He established, you know, Saturn Girl and Lightning Lad getting married. He established... The death of Chemical King, who hadn't even appeared yet. He established the death of Pharaoh Lad, who had. I mean, he set this up, and we're in this future, and they're like, here's all these hints to things that are going to happen in the next 10 to 15 years of the characters' lives. 
And then he went back and wrote the book moving organically towards those points. Cool. Which I thought was really awesome. Kristen, have you read some of Shooter's Shooter stuff? <laughs> yeah. We're both here giving each other looks because we are actually not. Oh, okay. So you guys haven't read all... Of shoot- no, no, we're not huge fans of Shooter. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. How, how come? Well, it's his most recent stuff that has... Man, do we want to go into this? Go ahead. Uh, we kind of get the hate whenever we express our views <laughs> on Shooter. Yeah. So we're always a little wary to express these views. Even before this, we're like, okay, well, we just won't talk about Shooter. It'll be cool. <laughs> uh, uh, I think... Well, he's already got, like, had, had... Like, Shooter in general, I don't know if you know any of the history around his relationship with the gay community, but... Right. I mean, he, there's already that, but when I, so when he took on the Legion, I was kind of like hesitant, but I'm like, okay, the first few issues I was all right. But, um, I think the turning point was that we were really excited because we really love the artist that's mm-hmm. on it, Manipal. Oh, we love mm-hmm. him. But, um, there's this issue that Lepresti, uh, get like did for, and, um, it, it just, it was so weird and <laughs> offensive. And, um, you know, I don't speak for all women, of course. I do speak for quite a few women. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like um, there's this one part where um, up, until, up until that point, um, I feel like the, the tone was very different, which isn't a bad thing that he changed the tone. But, um, for example, Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl's relationship seemed very um respectable mm-hmm. it seemed like they were very mature mature individuals mm-hmm. where uh there's like one moment where they're like oh how do, how do you how do you date us a, a telepath and he says well you have to be very honest mm-hmm. and there's this one part in the issue where it goes so strange where Saturn I girl I think I know what you're talking about. Asked, she basically asks um, Lightning Lad to uh, dominate her. Uh-huh. Yeah, where she's like, "Do something shocking," and I'm like, "Are are they going where I think they're going with this?" Yeah, and and did yes, <laughs> and um, actually, it's like this issue that um, I I had been I was like really confused and weirded out, and <laughs> yeah, and I, and, and I was like. That's that's really weird, isn't it? And we were talking about it and going, that is kind of weird. And then we were started to, you know, when something weird hits you, and then you start looking at other things in and an issue. You can't stop thinking about that thing. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Makes other things seem kind of weird. Then you're terrified of everything else. <laughs> like, um, uh, Ayla, like she mentioned in one issue that she doesn't like to sleep alone, and then. Later, she was almost raped. And to female, uh, I mean, in general, to me, okay, I'll just say to me, um, when a, a female character is almost raped, it's kind of like, it's not something you just kind of toss in there. It's a really bad, it's like, danger, danger, Will Robinson. Right, yeah. And, yeah, and so it can get, um, if it's not handled in the appropriate manner, it can get very... Not yeah. good. So we basically yeah. slowly got a little bit more and more uncomfortable with how he writes his ladies. And then the most it. recent thing was the Dream Girl. <sighs> oh, don't get me started on that. No. Yeah. Okay, Go ahead. so Go ahead, Matthew. No, the the thing the thing with Dream Girl that really just drives me up the friggin' wall is 
they they've literally made her into a 1950s dream girlfriend and they're going, <laughs> it's ridiculous and they're going through this whole thing and this this bugged me in the same vein as what she was referring to uh with uh lightning last light last ayla mm -hmm. yeah. there's a point where she says something and she's like only you can hurt me and i'm like oh god don't go there Oh, and no. the implication in the issue is that she can only be hurt by brainiac subconscious sexual fantasies. Uh, yes. Who, who then manifest themselves as these big hunky guys who come and beat her up, and I'm just like, no, no, no. Yes. And it's ridiculous. You know, it's, it, it's especially upsetting because I I really fell in love with Dream Girl in that yeah. in in uh, Wade's series. I was I thought she was really cute when like Koi Pell drew her. Mm -hmm. right. I was like she's adorable. But then in this, I was like she's a badass. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her and Brainiac Five are like so awesome. I was yeah. like they're gonna get married and they're gonna have the cutest, <laughs> smartest babies and they're gonna beat the shit out of. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> We've got the explicit gonna, tag. Go ahead. We've got it already. Everyone and they're going to be the coolest couple ever, and then that didn't happen. And then that didn't happen at all. <laughs> and then I just started crying and crying, and crying. So, yeah, we're not big shooter fans. <laughs> so, yeah. so then, is there a a Legion period that you find the most uh, enjoyable? Legion Lost. Yeah, Legion Lost. That is a great miniseries. Like, I, I'll, also like Oliver Olivier Coipel uh, is like. He's a badass. He's like, <laughs> I wish I could draw like him. Like, mm -hmm. I stare at his art, and he is just awesome. He's doing <laughs> Thor right now, which mm -hmm. totally different thing. And I wish he well, wasn't like, awesome. yeah, I, I wish he wasn't like a Marvel exclusive because I would just kill to have him drawing the Legion again. Mm -hmm. What's really and weird is that's the point where now again I'm very very finicky about my Legion art, but that was the point. <laughs> That was the point where I actually dropped Legion Lost because of the um, what I like to refer to it as the dead end kids, kids dirty face thing that he was doing. And uh, it, oh, that, it that makes, was, it I makes think that was totally the anchor, though. Oh, you think it was the yeah? Anchor? Because if you look at his later stuff, it totally cleans up, like totally yeah. much cleaner line art. I think I read two issues of Legion Lost before I just went. You know, I don't have enough money. And, <laughs> Which is why I, the only reason I ever drop comics is I don't have right. enough money. But right. the the moment that got me, and I think I actually, I can't remember if it was in the Brainiac Hero History or if it was in the Phantom Girl Hero History, the panel that made me drop the Legion. <laughs> there's there's this facial shot of Brainiac, and he looks about fourteen, and he's got chicken hair, and he's oh, got I love his chicken hair. And we he's love got, his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Philistines, how dare you? He's got this chicken hair and he's got these smudges on his face like Ron Weasley, and I'm just like, no, no. He's Thanks. lost his space, he's and there's no dirty. no hair gel for his complicated nerd hair. He's Brainiac Five. He could make a hair gel out of a cup of coffee and some I don't know whatever he's got. He's got all those pockets in his belt. What's in the pockets in his belt? If he hair Apparently gel? not hair gel. <laughs> but before that, he had a horrible mullet. Yeah, so, so oh, I yeah. think mussy, mussy, cute little boy hair is better than a mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were against yeah. the mullet. You weren't there. The mullet was impressive in its day. The mullet. <laughs> I, I had one for like five years. You mocked the mullet. <laughs> I, hey, I'm from Las Vegas. The mullet still lives strong, I can tell you. Hey, same is true in western Kansas. And ladies and gentlemen, with all this Legion talk, it's time for me to crack beer number two on this one. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> okay, let's... You know, we're we're ending 
this current Legion run? Is is everyone sad, happy, indifferent about the current Legion run ending? Kill it. Uh, happy. All right. happy. Happy. All right. I'm indifferent because Wade and Kitson did something really awesome for about 12 issues. And then it seemed to drift like even they didn't know what they were going to do. Yeah. And then we had the big thing where, you know, Cosmic Boy went to the future and Monel was dead and they blew up the Dominator homeworld. And it, it basically said, this ain't your father's legion, dot, dot, dot. And I'm, I'm probably going to be in trouble. But then they handed it off to Tony Bedard. Mm-hmm. Now, Tony Bedard wrote the pre-crisis legion for like six issues. Right. And it was like it was like th- there was virtually aside from the artistic references and the models, it was like there was no reason for this to be in the Wade and Kitson Legion. And when we came out of that, we went into Shooter and uh, get don't get me wrong, when I was saying that Shooter did wonderful work, I'm talking about his work in 66. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she was like what, 16. <laughs> yeah, when he was 16. The the latest run has bothered me for any number of reasons, not the least of which is I I've, I've always thought that if you take a bunch of kids who we figure are 14 to 20 years old and you mm-hmm. stick them all together in tight outfits in a little rocket-shaped phallic <laughs> symbol, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of sex. And I, I'm fine with that, but Shooter makes it all feel creepy. It's like yes! you know, it's like yes! those guys who edit Hermione Granger's face on an upskirt shot of a oh, grown yeah. woman. Oh, it's, yeah. it's wrong. It's not sexy. And the moment where... Um, I think it's Timberwolf, Timberwolf and Shadow Lass are getting yes. a little sensor tank, and she's undressing. He's like, you want me to look away? And she's like, why? I enjoy the view. And I'm like, yeah. ew, creepy. Ew, I'm like, creepy. I'm totally be- fine with like her liking on dudes, but it's like, that that just turns her into like a weird person that's staring at, that's also, <laughs> like, if she was a dude staring at, at exactly. hot ladies, across, that's also creepy. Yeah. That doesn't make it super unsexy if, yeah, the, yeah, if yeah. the scene was written in reverse, I could easily see her going off and ripping out his spleen. Yeah, so, exactly. Does it bother like, it you because be cool if he was like staring at a lady <laughs> naked? Does, does it bother Maybe you that the characters blue. are young, youngish, n- younger? I mean, we're not they're talking about twenty. Is... They're not twenty-five years old. I don't. I was actually under the impression they were a little bit older. Yeah, I, I don't like. I felt felt like in um, the. Archie Legion. Mm-hmm. They were definitely, definitely um, 14, like 15, high school right. stu- student e right. type age. Right. And this, I would say they're not. I would say yeah. they're all at least eighteen. They're an age of which I would not mind them having. <laughs> yeah, nice, clean, normal, yeah. consensual, getting yeah. johns. Yeah, or, not really bondage. Even, even if it's something to where you keep the weird kinky bondage stuff away from Saturn Girl, because Saturn yeah. Girl is like Saturn Girl yeah. was mom in the old Legion. You don't want yeah. her. And not only that, Saturn Girl is not the girl that I would ever expect to say, okay, please be in charge now. No, no, yes, no. Yes, no. exactly. She's I a can boss see, <laughs> Exactly. I can see Lightning Lad coming to her, and if this scene yeah, had been exactly. written that way, I think I would have bought it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that he had come to her and said, put on the pink dominatrix outfit, baby. <laughs> Then you would have believed That's that. That's exactly been like your one outfit. <laughs> your one uniform. <laughs> yeah. Your official uh, uniform. <laughs> yes, the the pink pleather bondage outfit. Yes. The, oh, yeah. Disco bondage Saturn girl. The guy who created that <laughs> yes. actually he wrote he wrote a story that I read, I think in an issue of Back Issue called Why I Created That Damnable Costume and Oh by the way, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. So so the Legion is ending in just a couple more issues, issue fifty. 
And everybody thought that that was kind of bad because this is the, what, 50th anniversary of, of the oh, Legion? You, Steve. You were the it's only a reverse! One we knew it was a reboot. You're like, yeah. oh, God, they're canceling the Legion. No, actually, because I didn't care about this current Legion. They're my <laughs> least favorite Legion. So I was like, oh, okay. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. But with all the goings on with Legion of Three Worlds, it does bring up that question of what are they going to do? I mean, there was this fantastic, my favorite current Legion story was this, uh, the Lightning and uh, the Lightning Saga, where they uh, appear in uh, in the JLA, JSA, Superman, as they're running around with the with the lightning rods. I thought that was a great story. So they're going to reboot the series with the Adventure Comics, uh, beginning mm-hmm. with issue number zero, which is going to reprint that very first story. Yes. And then they're going to go on to Adventure Comics number one, which um, might feature Monel. Yes. And <laughs> let's see, they may also spin some things off into Superman comics. They yes. say the Legionnaires will be appearing in Adventure, but it won't be until the second arc of the series. Which doesn't, I didn't really understand what they were doing there, but whatever, as long as I get a Legion. Yeah. <laughs> and if uh, Monel's there, that's also cool. He counts as a Legion yeah. thing. He does. He, he counts. Is. He does, yeah. but I, I wonder if. The man nearly got me divorced at one point, thank you. <laughs> Monel. <laughs> because during the Archie Legion, they were calling him Valor. You're right. And I'm like, <laughs> I, hello, I am Valor, and I could not stand Valor. Because I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm going, you know, couldn't we just call him Courage and get it over with? But at one point, and you guys probably remember the, the series if you're Archie Legion fans, there's this big cover with him in that god-awful yeah. Starfield uniform, and it yeah. says, introducing Monel. For like three months after that, I walked around the house going, Monel! <laughs> well, I wonder, you know, what, what they're doing with uh, Superman. They've got this uh, Superman reboot. Uh, series coming up where they're actually going back and rebirth, whatever it is, where they're going back and retelling his childhood series. And of course, you couldn't have Legion of Superheroes without a young Tom Welling running around. So I'm wondering if maybe this first Monel story arc that they're talking about isn't another retelling of Superman's brother. Hmm. Well, they kind of already did that in um, Action Comics something something. I'm not that in in a recent one. Was it a recent one? Yes. Okay. They already like. I think There's I did a, a review of it, Steve. Well, you know, they're <laughs> going to... the annual. They're, they're so willing to Action retell stuff. Annual number 10. Well, but that was like two years, two, three years ago, Matthew. I mean, <laughs> everything in the whole universe is changing now. We have to have a definitive Hal Jordan story. We have to have a new definitive <laughs> Superman story. Why not tell a new definitive Monel story? Yes. Is there such thing as a definitive... Not Legion? in DC Comics. <laughs> And not, and certainly not there is Legion. no such thing as a definitive Legion story. The Legion is from the future. Their timeline is fluid. That's why we have yes. five versions of them. Now, yes. If you try and tell the definitive Legion story, it'll just change next week. Yes. Well, who's excited about this new adventure comic series? Anybody? I am. I am, yeah. Rodrigo yes. is cool. I'm Rodrigo is a very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in it, too. I really am. I, but who do you think is going to be the new Legion once the Legion of Three Worlds is over? Are we going to have... The first Legion? Are we going to have Archie Legion, or are we going to have the current Legion, just different stories? I'm still sticking by my my original theory that I keep hearing bandied about was the All-Star Legion, where, if you recall in the Lightning Saga, Starboy, Starman, refers to XS, who did right. not exist in his time frame. Yes. Yep. And I'm they, there were always these little things, and I think I heard it, I don't know if I heard it from like Rich Johnston or some such, but someone indicated that we might see a, a Legion where all the characters that 
I knew from the 70s and you guys knew from the 90s and the characters who are new in the newest Legion actually exist either in the same continuity or in a blended continuity where we have a Legion where you can have Block and Gates and you can have your Excess and you can have you know your Element Lad and your Dead Pharaoh Lad. Yeah, you got I'm, expecting, I'm expecting like a blend of them all together because... Why would they bring back... I know they're bringing back XS. Why would you bring her back if you're not going to, like, keep her around a little bit? And, yeah, I, I just... I think they're going to do that. Is it going to be a... Is, Gates. is it going to be a fallout from Legion of Three Worlds, or is it going to be a reboot with, here are all your characters, we're bringing them to you, but we're going to tell all new stories about them? I think Grant Morrison said it best when he said, F. Well, I think it's going to be tight. I think they... They said they. they? <laughs> I think that uh, it's it's they going to. Talk there's going to be. A, lot, don't they? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the internet's told me that. Um, I I definitely think that that it's going to come from Legion of Three Worlds because why would you have a Legion of Three Worlds otherwise? <laughs> I mean, it's why would you gather all these things together and they're obviously culminating towards something big. Yeah. There's no other reason to do it other than when all the crisising happens you get a new legion out <laughs> right, of it right right my concern with it is there are a vast majority of the characters there are 3 of them yeah yeah, yeah. so does that mean I we think get i'm a i'm a big fan of the pre the original pre crisis saturn girl but i'm a much bigger fan of lightning lad and the current incarnation right so See, that's they, what i'm, I'm they, hoping for they if, take the good ones that i like <laughs> See, and that's the thing. They should do exactly what I would do. But, exactly, you know. yes. <laughs> so you in that case, if they're going to do exactly what I'm going to do, they would have all three Brainiacs together. Yes! yes! That's what yes! we want. That's all we want. We just want a comic called Brainiac, and it's all about all five? <laughs> How many Brainiacs are there? I don't know. There's a bunch one, of Brainiacs. Well, it depends like, on which ones you're talking about. Brainiac but. 1, yeah. and then Brainiac 2... And then that's in the abbreviated Legion. Oh, right. And then uh, Quirrell's mom. Yeah. And, uh, you want the baby? Or no, no, the baby. I'm sorry. I missed the baby. <laughs> uh, the evil baby Brainiac. And then um, Quirrell's mom. And then Quirrell. Mm -hmm. And then also every other type of Brainiac. There is a cute girl from the future uh, Brainiac. <laughs> yeah, cute. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What's her face? Brainiac. The android. Indigo. Yeah. Indigo. Indigo. Yes. So Indigo, and then they all live in an apartment, and it's a sitcom. And they go down to the coffee shop every once in a while. Yeah. And that like, oh, Brainiacs. You guys are so Brainiacs. Yeah. No, I just think, the, I just think yes. the interaction between the three Brainiacs in Legion of Three Worlds is just yes. classic, where they're yeah. arguing with each other over who's the smartest and who uh, knows which way is the, the right way. The best, the best yes. line was still... Why don't you get a haircut? I've had a lot on my plate. I love that. <laughs> uh, that was that Second was the only thing I wanted Legion of Three Worlds series. for. Yeah. Well, we're no, gonna... there was there was a better moment in Legion of Three Worlds, which was the greatest moment in Legion history, as when far as I'm Locke, concerned. Uh, first when off. Locke breaks through the wall, oh, rips yeah. the chains off, and picks up Misa, and she oh. puts her hand on his face and says, "You came for me, my rock." I I teared up. <laughs> I. I, I <laughs> I, I missed it up at that moment to see Block and the White Witch back together because neither of them were ever brought back in any of the other iterations of the Legion. But doesn't that also potentially, if they're going to cull from the best of, doesn't that also lead to some potential problems? Because while there may be a great Saturn girl in the first Legion, perhaps 
that relationship with the current character in the current Legion is not going to mesh too well. And so everybody's going to be, and there's an age difference. Are we going to be talking about teenagers from the future? <laughs> or are we going to talk about 35-year-olds and, and a 20-year-olds? 40-year-old Saturn girl MILF coming to the 19-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least their refractory periods are going to be closer. But <laughs> Why, Saturn girl, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? You know, you know what, I th- what I think will probably happen if they go with the All-Star Legion is the ridiculous comic book trope of they all blended together. Yes. To where you take the three Saturn girls and you get one sort of, you know, quasi, uh, all Saturn girls to all people. It'd be great but, if they mess that up and you get, like, horrible composite legion. <laughs> <laughs> Timberwolf, Shadowless, Brainiac, Seven. Horrible. Yeah. You, you get the mind of Ultra Boy and the body of Shadowless with Timberwolf's feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's I a could, perfect I could write the legion. Pay money for that. Yes. Before the uh, before the Legion really became the Legion in the far off future and had their time traveling, there was actually a pre Legion of superheroes yeah. called Legion L E G I O N. It came out in like uh, I want to say eighty eight, eighty nine, six ish. Was it really eighty six? Okay, so, it launched out of the invasion, so it was yeah. 89. So in invasion, there were all these characters that got captured. This is where Snapper Car got his magic hand ability, uh, <laughs> uh, but but. In order to kind of keep the invasion from happening again, there was this inter- interplanetary police force that was led by Vildrox the Second. Vildox. Vildox. That's Vildox. What, did, what did I say? Away with you. You said, Vil- <laughs> you said Vilradrox. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's that's. Which the I believe talk. is a, a chocolate sandwich cookie. <laughs> mm, mm, chocolate sandwich cookies. Now this included a whole bunch of of characters in it. One of them being Lobo was introduced in this in this series. Yes. But then after Zero Hour, Legion itself got rebooted into Rebels, the Revolutionary Elite Brigade to eradicate Legion supremacy or something like that. Yes, yes. Well done. (laughs) Well, it's right here on my my sheet of paper. Well, good job reading. There's a script for this? (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys like the the Legion and and then the Rebels series? I remember reading Legion for like maybe three years. Did it last that long? Yeah, it lasted like 60, 70 issues. Okay. And then Rebels did maybe fit in. Yeah, and I, I just, for some reason, it it was not, I didn't think, one of the best types of Legion stories out there because it's not set in the future. It's set in the present, and everybody it, hated everybody. And <laughs> It, was, it well, was beautifully done on one front. I, I admit to this. I own most of them, but I, de- I haven't read them because the, the best part was Barry Kitson's character design, but... The writing never really lived up to Barry Kitson's awesome character designs. So every once in a while, I'll just look at the covers and go, gosh, that's pretty, and then throw them back in the box. <laughs> I think we uh, we actually started by reading Rebels first. Yeah, we oh, read really? Rebels, okay. and yeah. I think we went went back and read yeah. some of Legion. I really liked Rebels. Yeah, I liked Rebels a lot, because there's like, I don't know, it's just fun. It's like, Vrildex is such an he's ass. A, he's a badass. He's a badass. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. And he's badass, and then... He's like fighting his own baby. Yeah, that's his own <laughs> evil baby. <laughs> and then Lobo's his bitch. Yeah. yeah. That is so great. That is so great. And I I liked him because like um I think I just like I was like love real docs cuz he's like he's like Brainiac 5 with no morals. Yeah. No Brainiac 5 was completely a jerk like yeah. in every way shape. Like you think he's possible. bad, but then there's this other guy who makes him look like a kitten. <laughs> 
what would you rather see? Would you rather see a um, battle between, let's say, Brainiac 13 and Brainiac's number two, or would you rather see Brainiac 2 and Batman team up? <laughs> oh, my God. Brainiac and Batman. Brainiac team any, Batman? <laughs> any, any Brainiac and Batman would be awesome. Wouldn't that be totally weird? That one thing. <laughs> Well, there, That'd be awesome. the reason I brought that up is because there is a brand new Rebels series that's also getting a reboot. Uh, when oh, is really? that also coming up in the next couple of months? Done by Tony Bedard. Oh, I thought. Oh, yeah, Rebels. As no, well? I'm sorry, Legion. I'm, yeah. oh, well, I'm sorry, I got so confused. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes. it's it's an ongoing series called on. Rebels by Tony Bedard, but it's taking the the classic Legion story. Oh, that's, that's coming right. In February. That's right. They- they, they don't want to call it Legion. Oh, that's, confuse they the don't want to confuse oh, people because they just canceled the Legion series and now they got Adventure Comics and now right, Rebels. Right. So, yes, I, I totally kept thinking it was Legion in my head until just now. <laughs> and I totally knew he called it Rebels so not to confuse people too. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I am really looking forward to that because yeah. he really seems to be a big fan of real docs and, yeah. and the designs for it. Like, awesome. yeah, the artist they got for it yeah. looks really nice. It looks really nice. I am super impressed and. Uh, I I like Tony Bedard's little arc in, in Legion. I don't think you were such a fan, Kristen, or were I you? I remember. Okay, but um, uh, I, I liked his arc because um, basically he's good at writing, um, what's it called, like manipulative people, mm-hmm. and that's all real docs is. Yeah. Mm. is like a manipulative, sure. like you're kind of reading it and trying to figure out what's going on, and that's probably what I want for a Rebels comic Yeah, is him Doing tricky shit. <laughs> That's what I want. Matthew? Yes? Counterpoint? Uh, I don't really have one. Okay. <laughs> uh, when, it, when it comes to L.E.G.I.O.N. Legion, <laughs> I, am, I am woefully uh, unschooled with the possible exception of some of those names are priceless. I mean, Borb, Borb. <laughs> I actually tried to convince my wife that we should name the child <laughs> LL, and she said no. But my second choice would have been Borb Borb. <laughs> well, but, if, you know, if it's any any consolation, I also tried the Kal-El route with my kid, but uh, the wife settled for Jor-El. So. Well, you got that going for you, which is nice. I think the the moment that really sticks with me most for L.E.G.I.J.O.J.N. <laughs> Uh, was the moment where Strata is in a fight and her outer gray uh, uh, casing busts off and you see the crystalline form underneath and people are like, oh my God, what does that mean? And she's like, I guess it means I'm a girl and turns around and says, <laughs> <laughs> these, these are the moments that stick with me. The moment where Garen Beck had control of the Emerald Eye of Ekron and just beat the crap out of Lobo with it because he could. <laughs> Yeah, there's a I've, there's a mean spirited undertone to Legion that I really I both gritty, love and yeah. hate. Okay, now it's kind of like Hill Street Blues in space, and it's not my favorite. Yeah. And I, I, I again, I don't want to be cruel. I'm not saying that Tony Bedard is you know one of those you know hack writers because he does good stuff and he has he has bits and pieces that I like. Tony Bedard is one of those guys where I read his story and I'm like, where where have I read this before? Hmm. I had that problem with his arc on Legion. I had that problem with his arc on Birds of Prey after uh, Gail Simone left. There's just that moment where I'm like, Tony Bedard has apparently been sleeping in my neighborhood with the windows open. <laughs> <laughs> it really feels like I'm like, yeah, that's been done. So 
I, I, I have it on my poll list. I'm going to be reading it, but I, I don't necessarily look forward to it and go, well, I sure am waiting for Strata to come back. <laughs> now, Matthew, she's no block. That's all I'm saying. Matthew, <laughs> you mentioned the uh, Emerald Eye of Ekron, which, of course, was the... Uh, uh, yes, I know. Uh, was the weapon of choice by the, the Fatal Five, one of the weapons of choice by the, the Fatal Five. The Emerald Empress. Or the Emerald Empress. <laughs> now, was anyone surprised, or did anyone really... Was anyone shocked in in uh, in fifty two when it was real, revealed that the Emerald Eye of Ekron came from the Emerald Head of Ekron, which, if I remember correctly, was a g- member of the Green Lantern Corps? Uh, well, define define surprised. Well, I mean, See, this, the eye had to come the from I somewhere. Asked, what which is? I was not surprised by that. I found that to be kind of a cute throwaway line that never really went anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was obvious that. In a world, in yeah, a the world. eye had to come from somewhere, of course. <laughs> no, no, no. In a world where you have this universal peacekeeping force, where they all have green super rays, and then you know, fifty thousand years down the line, we see this this woman who has an eye that does the same thing. It's like somebody was eventually going to connect the emerald eye with the emerald that, energy. That's pretty cool to me. That's like that's like my favorite thing when like a couple things come together really neatly, <laughs> and then it's. It might be thrown away or it might be explored. I yeah. like that. And I think that that's what attracts some people to the Legion in general is that when, oh, you know, that happens in the future. And sometimes they, like, coordinate things to the, the past, which I guess we'll talk about more with R.J. Brand thing. But, mm. but RJ. Okay, so R.J. Brand, he's been around since the R.G. Legion. Was he around before? Before. Yes and no. I- Okay, please fill us in on – you haven't done a hero history on oh, R.J. Brand, and I know that for sure. <laughs> there's, there's a reason why I haven't done a hero history on R.J. Brand. Go ahead. R.J. Brand ain't a hero. Well, no, or, or is he or was he or what? Because, you know, he seemed pretty, he, he seemed pretty chummy in, uh, in the Archie Legion. R.J. Brand, initially, and I think this goes back to – well, the first time the Legion story was told, I know that they – saved an industrialist who who bankrolled the team. Right. I do not know that he was identified, per se, as R.J. Brand. But R.J. Brand eventually kind of built into this kind of this avuncular figure, kind of a Santa Claus with a Salvador <laughs> Dali mustache yes. who would show up and pat people on the head and go, good lad. And then, of course, the retcon eventually came that R.J. Brand was a Durlin. Evil, evil, filthy Durlins. And that <laughs> Reap Daggle, Chameleon Boy, was his illegitimate son, and that he partially started the Legion, theoretically, at one point, to try and build a place where his son could be. But eventually, RJ, yeah. RJ had built the Legion, and then, of course, things happened, and then the five years later, Legion happened or didn't happen, I don't know. <laughs> um, now, it's all the same. Now so when a- he rebooted it, they kept RJ Brand. I think he dates back to, like, 1960. Really? Wow, okay. Mid-60s, late-60s? Mm-hmm. If you say so. All right. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the interesting thing is, during the, what was it, during the Archie Legion, I guess they were trying to infer that R.J. Brand was actually the Martian Manhunter, but this was one of those little devices that they kind of tossed out there and they kind of hinted at through several issues, but they never followed up on. So just like the Emerald Eye of Ek- Ekron, this was one that was was tossed away. True there story, Matthew? Like True story is what I'm told. Um, there is an issue, and I remember seeing this. There's an issue where R.J. Brand exhibits telepathic powers. 
And at the moment that he goes into a character's mind, you see an outline of a Martian hovering over him. And I believe it was actually an issue where Stuart Moy drew it, so somebody had their tongue sticking out. <laughs> there was a point where R.J. Brand was clearly indicated to be somehow related to Mars. And if you'll recall, Monel in the reboot, in the, the Archie Legion, Monel was spelled with uh, no hyphen, but uh, an, with the apostrophe. What do you call them things? An inverted comma. Oh, okay. That's Air Star. We have it. <laughs> but you have the apostrophe in there, and, and it was supposed to be the Martian word for wanderer. And it was given to him by R.J. Brand. Interesting. Huh. So Brand was no longer a Durlin, but the implication was strongly that he was still another shapeshifter. And what I think, of, what I think of essentially to me probably stuck a, a fork in that was Grant Morrison. <laughs> yeah, he seems to stick a fork in a lot of things. Mar Morrison did DC 1 million where we had the DC universe in the 853rd century. Right. And they did uh, a story where John Jones eventually ends up, I don't remember if it was like bonded to planet Mars or transformed into a new planet Mars or some, <laughs> some such rat shit. And um, he, uh, it, because of that... I think that's what probably killed the the uh, R.J. Brand thing. Would it, have been, as, would it have been cool then to have R.J. Brand be the Martian Manhunter? Well, no. <laughs> All right, simple answer. Kristen? Gosh, I don't know. You have to answer. Okay, well, um, R.J. Brand is also, like, Vril Dosh's friend. He has this, like, Derlin friend in the um, in the Legion. In Legion. That's a, an abbreviation. Vril Dosh II, you mean. Yeah, Vril Dosh II. <laughs> L.E.G.I.O.N. Yes, that. So in that series, he has this Derlin friend, and you're kind of like, who the hell is this guy? And then later you find out he's fucking R.J. Brand. That's pretty cool. That's pretty badass. So if you ever read the R.J. the Five Year Legion, yeah, the point the point where R.J. Brand was brought forward into the future, he was transposed with Fade or Phase, who was Phantom Girl. In the oh, Legion. Right, 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 right. At the point where she supposedly died, the Time Trapper stole her from Ultra Boy, sent her back in time, and then replaced the Durlin with her. So there's a point in the middle of an issue of Legion where the Durlin just up and disappears, and this chick shows up and starts running around. <laughs> oh. Right, right. I actually like read the beginning of that and the end of that. So she's uh, suddenly there and I didn't yeah, know Yeah, yeah. We're like, who is this lady? <laughs> oh but, my gosh. Um, but that would, I think that. It would it would give it that circular like sort of format that I really like. Where yeah. okay, it would mean that the Martian Manhunter didn't he form the the Justice League? Yep. Yeah. So that would mean he formed the Justice League. He had a form and forming Legion that's abbreviated, and uh, he formed the Legion of Superheroes. That would be badass. That totally I mean, would he be. He loves it when people get along. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> he just wants everyone to get along. He just he, wants all his friends to be together and have as much fun as he can. He's my yes. friend Carl. He's, he's compensating for the loss of his entire race. That's what he's doing. Uh, it could be. Uh, the thing about, uh, not one of the things, mind you. <laughs> oh, but the Matthew Spindelik, I'll see you in 60 days. Okay. <laughs> Notice they have no idea what we're talking about. But that's neither here nor there. The... Uh, <laughs> The problem that I have with R.J. Brand being John Jones is the problem I always have when they try too hard to tie 
2000 whatever or 19 whatever to 29 whatever that com there comes a point when you have to ask yourself what happened in those ensuing thousand years and you can't always just say well the records are lost because, <laughs> and that's what they always say you know yes. the records are lost of what happened in the ensuing 700 years and there's a point where you know if 2008's legion in the future is doing something and the you know the legion a thousand years ago in their future, which is actually our present, which is now probably going to be the past by the time you actually <laughs> hear it. At that point in time, if there's too much tie-in, well, we know the DC Universe doesn't remain static. What was it, maybe ten years ago? Connell yeah. was a punk superboy with yeah. a little haircut and a yep. leather jacket. <laughs> yep. And now all of a sudden he's this well-respected dead elder statesman. Uh, Barry Allen's <laughs> back from the dead. I mean, Good all of this Lord. stuff happened. If you make John Jones R.J. Brand, what it effectively does is it kind of takes a it, it takes almost all of the uh, all of the I guess the drama out of what happens to John Jones. We know he's going to live a thousand years and become this old fat man with a mustache. <laughs> he likes the pro the and, but it's exactly. the journey that's they, getting there that's all the fun. But they killed him a year ago, so yeah, he's dead now. So that's so right. yeah, that's but maybe <laughs> in his death he's <laughs> catapulted to the future. Yeah, and he's I'll confused I'll and thinks he's a Durlin. <laughs> I'm going to knock you in the next week if you come up with something like hey, that again. you know what? We better get to our major spoilers poll of the week. Poll of the week, 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 poll. week. <laughs> Legion of Superheroes edition. <laughs> so oh. the question this week has to do with the founding members of the Legion of Superheroes, or at least the members that we saw in their first appearance uh, meeting Superman and teasing the hell out of him. Uh, <laughs> Matthew, why don't you run through the roll call? Ladies and gentlemen, the Legion of Superheroes, hailing from the planet Brawl and or Braille, depending on how you pronounce it and whether or not you're blind. Crin, <laughs> the mighty cosmic boy, the only man in the world who can wear pink, and then later a corset, and still get away with it. There's a point where he's completely naked except for black boots and a corset, and ladies and gentlemen, it ain't pretty. Um, also, to his left, in the uh, pink pleather dominatrix accent, or outfit, depending on whether or not you speak English, as I apparently do not, hailing from Titan, ironically, Saturn girl Imra Ardeen, later Imra Ardeen Rands, or of course, her eventual husband, Garth Rands of the planet Winneth, or possibly Wineth, because, again, I read these things, I don't say them out loud. <laughs> Lightning Lad, Garth Rands. Now, honestly, I think in all three incarnations, they have been the original founding members, because the Wade and Kitson Legion just recently revealed that they were the founders. Oh, okay. And I know they were pre-crisis, and I know they were in the Archie Legion, although... I mean, in both cases, they were almost immediately joined by Triplicate Girl and right. Phantom Girl. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. But um, it's also important to note that Supergirl joined before Superboy, neither here nor there. For me, <laughs> for me really, the, the simple answer is, which of them made the greatest impression in the first Legion stories that you've read? And the first Legion stories that I read were in 84. I read re reprints of Adventure Comics at a point where the leader of the Legion was Saturn Girl. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even even in 84, having a female leader of this team seemed impressive to me. And then I found out that these stories are 25 years old. So like <laughs> 1961, yeah. they had Saturn Girl as a strong, capable leader 
of a team of boys. Now, I understand, you know, it was supposed to be a bright and shiny future. And to be honest, if you read the story where Saturn Girl becomes leader, it's another one of those ironic twists. It's another one of those Saturn Girl, comma, bitch stories. <laughs> but Saturn Girl became the leader of the Legion and became the leader of a Legion that contained people like Monel and Superboy and Supergirl for a reason. And she's written as a very strong character. She's written as one of the smartest Legionnaires because she's the one who actually creates the serum that brings Monel out of the zone, not Brainiac. <laughs> She's the one who figures out what's going on with the, God help us, super Moby Dick of space. <laughs> oh, my God. Exactly. She's the one who does all these things. And then eventually, even when she becomes mom and has, you know, children, she comes back to the Legion in an active role because she's just that good. So for me, it's always going to be Imra. Saturn Girl is my favorite of the founders, just by a nose. Adriana. I have to agree with Matthew. I like Saturn Girl in all her types. She's either this bossy bitch that, <laughs> like, she will boss the boys. <laughs> like, even, like, the, the way that she's, like, very, like, early on, she's depicted as, like, bossing little animals around, making them do their, her bidding. And even there's, like, that Super Pets horrible issue yeah. where she seems to be if you like read how they're talking about it, she seems to be the one with the, the plan who seems to be in charge there and uh in other versions she's she's like she might be like more cute or compassionate i also like those versions yeah. like mm -hmm. I'd, i'm usually pretty happy with her like yeah cool. I, I like her depth Kristen. yeah I'm actually gonna disagree. Garth, <laughs> my favorite is Garth. Yeah, I yeah. love my Lightning Lad. Lightning Lad's the <laughs> shit. Yeah, he also, um, well, because one of the first complete arcs I read was again Legion Lost. Yeah. If you've read it all the way through, it's very dramatic. Like I was in tears, bawling. Oh yeah, about God. Lightning Lad in that. <sighs> and then also he is um, one of the first Legionnaires that they showed die. Yeah, mm -hmm. the really old mm -hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, he is the first, first Legionnaire to yeah. die, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was awesome. Also, because then after Legion lost, um, the amazingness of him coming back in the crystalline form of Element Lad's body is like the best sentence I could ever say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the best thing to happen, I think, in anything ever. Just, Every just time keep we, those words. we like summarize like some, the, some nonsense, we refer to it as Lightning Lad coming back in the crystalline form of Element Lad's body. Because you can't explain that sentence to anyone. That's, that's appalling. Yeah. There's, just, but, there's, uh, too much, there's too much backstory there even for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> uh, so Lightning Lad. I mean, I love, honestly, I love all three. Yeah, I love, I love them all. I love Kaz. Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes Kaz, but I, I, I do like him. him. But I just love Lightning Lad more. Yeah. I am also going to go with uh, Saturn Girl. Just because I think something that probably hasn't been touched on very much is I think she's probably more powerful than people give her credit mm -hmm. for. Yeah. I mean, we've seen some other characters with, uh, you know, mind powers that mm -hmm. really can go far out there. And I don't think that's been explored with this character as probably as yeah. much or as in-depth as it probably could be. So I just Yeah, the problem with – oh, sorry. No, no. I just think she's, she's my favorite character because of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I think you were about to touch on this. She's one of the few telepaths in comics or anywhere where they never had to do the 
oh, I almost went too far and telekinetically controlled my husband and made him do what I want right, story. Right, right. There you go. I mean, oh, professor. Wait, wait, wait. No, they that's did. not true. They did do that. Wait, they did do they that. They have many Saturn girls a little bit crazy. Yes, Archie Man. Legion. She. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty messy. Uh, oh, that's she, right. She telekinetic. She controlled. She literally. Uh, boy's mind, didn't she? Yeah. And almost married him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost forced him into marriage. And he handled that very well. <laughs> yeah, he I have to. Stunningly. <laughs> hey, I'm real sorry your mom blew up. Uh, can you stop <laughs> animating my dad for him now? <laughs> The quintessential uh-huh. cosmic boy moment for me is probably, aside from putting on the corset, actually <laughs> right. came out of came out of Legion of Three Worlds not too long ago. I think it's the same oh, issue God. with with the block moment. And there's a moment, and you see it, and it's very obvious. In the background, you see Night Girl, yeah. and Kaz starts talking about everything he gave up. Yeah. So that Garth and Imra could have their life yeah. and their family. I think I started crying at, at the yeah. point. Yeah. I was and like, you look, you look oh at the God. look on, on, on Night Girl's face because Night Girl loved him, loved him forever. And she's just standing there and she's got this look like, I'm going I'm to kill him and then I'm going to kiss him and I'm going to kill him again. <laughs> and it's just one of those moments where you're just like, my God, they gave him depth. How did they do that? Uh, yeah. Up on the Major Spoilers website, Dr. Bolte said, Cosmic Boy for me. Uh, it's a little bit of a bias from being introduced to the Legion through the Wade and Kitson reboot, in which Wade seemed to envision Kaz as the Legion's equivalent of Captain America. He had the presence of a legend, even if he didn't have the most panel time. Saturn Girl r- rarely seems to have much depth aside from the recent cheating scenes in Shooter's new run. I just can't get into her at all. Lightning Lad is hard, is hard to qualify. He's the most varied across continuities, and no particular version has really clicked for me. Mila, on the other hand, said Saturn Girl has been my hero since I was a kid and discovered Legionnaires number one in a discount bin, with her reaching out to the girl who wanted to escape the gang and knowing exactly how to approach the situation. <laughs> Gangs. Gangs. Uh, it looks like the majority of the uh, crew tonight is going with the majority of the voters. 147 votes in right now, with Saturn Girl leading 39%. Lightning Lad at 33%, and poor Cosmic Boy barely getting 24%. Uh, 29%, I'm sorry. I think the the moral of this story is to be popular at major spoilers, have no Y chromosome. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've got a question. How come these teenagers from the future are such bitches and and, and dicks? Go back and look at the the stuff, especially what, what... uh, our super future friends are, are reviewing right now. You're going back and reviewing the Silver Age stuff, where they come back and they're teasing the crap out of Superboy, and at the end they're just saying, ha ha ha, it was just a test <laughs> Holy to see crap, if you're okay. you've got lightning bad riding the dog. Yeah, there, there's this point where uh, uh, Jimmy Olsen is being put down by uh, Lana, Lang, Lana Lang's uh, sister, and so the, fu- yeah, the future uh, girls are, are all wanting to say, oh, Jimmy Olsen, you're so hot, and then at the end of the issue, they go into the, into the clubhouse, and they're all going, oh, good lord, how can anyone think we would ever date Jimmy Olsen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these oh are people were really, really mean-spirited kids. They're- Vicious. They, they actually had heroic intent because they were trying to make Lucy Lane jealous. Right. But right. Yeah, they were they were pretty much the Legion of Super Bitches. Yeah. Oh god. They're so awful. Like literally they come back to be mean more so far than they have to like help anyone. Yeah. I think yeah. they came in to help like once. Like once with the pets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the stage is set in Adventure 247. The first time we meet the Legion, 
it boils down to this. You're our hero. You're our idol. We came back in time to really F with your head, man. Yes. I know. How mean is that? If I had a time machine, I would go to John F. Kennedy's house and I'd be like, hey, dude, and be like poking at his toupee and stuff. (laughs) You'd be poking poking your finger right in the back of his head. Right there. Right there. That's a real dick move, Matthew. Hey, thanks. I learned it from the Legion. (laughs) The Legion, all right? I learned it by watching the Legion. (laughs) I I feel like maybe when adults, I don't know, maybe the people that were writing these comics were thinking, what do we know about kids? They're kind of dicks. They're kind of assholes. We hate them. (laughs) We'll write them as giant assholes. (laughs) I don't know. Do they think like kids were just really hazing each other all the time? Well, weren't they? Well, I guess so. I mean, hmm. come on. I, I still would haze have Superman. <laughs> it would be fun to haze Superman because you know he'd never kill you. Especially when <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because true. you're yeah, from the future and you haze. knew it. Yeah. And then he call you his best friends <laughs> yeah. for all the bad things you, you do to him. Yeah, my like, well, I, You know, you, you kind of bring up a good point there. I mean, he's eventually invited to be a part of their fraternity, their sorority, their little club. So maybe this is a hazing ritual that goes on with yeah. all with all the uh, initiates. But it never stops. Yeah, right. it never right. seems to end. <laughs> Thankfully, I was never okay. in a fraternity in, in college, so I, I don't know if, if that kind of stuff happens. But I see some of my students right now. There's two brothers, the uh, two fraternity brothers, uh, and they just pick on each other all the freaking time. <laughs> so perhaps there but is some truth to this. We were pretty awful to each other in college. Well, I mean, we were, but it wasn't because we we're brothers. It's because we hated each other. So, I mean, <laughs> that's different. Uh, I notice you use the past tense. <laughs> no, I love you now, Matthew. Aww. Right. <laughs> a bonding I've always, I've always loved Matthew. A everybody. very special podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, we've seen the, uh, the, the teenagers from the future travel back to the fat past to uh, essentially haze. Uh, Superman. Yes. January 15th on the CW. Yes. Smallville, the <laughs> Legion of Superheroes will appear. It's going to be so bad, but so good. Why is that it going to be so bad, but so good? Are you talking about bad as those young kids say these days? Oh, man, that's so bad. <laughs> Meaning good? Or you mean that's so bad? I mean, it's going to really gonna suck. Be... <laughs> I mean, bad. Like, have you ever seen Smallville? <laughs> yeah, have you ever watched an episode of that show? I, I watched Every the first five seasons it... faithfully because it had Kristen Crook in it. <laughs> Every time I watch it, it's the worst show I've ever seen. I actually seen. had to force her to watch it because I used to watch it. Yeah. It's one of those shows you watch. Well, you know, I... but you keep watching. <laughs> well, check... I still go ahead and stop calling it Dawson Cape. There you go. Yes. <laughs> but I just, I, I, I have this image of the Legionnaires coming back and, and literally, you know, these three kids in colored leather jackets and I just have this, it's going to be like Cruel Intentions 3000. <laughs> oh <laughs> nope. my God. Check, check, awesome. out, check out how great this story is going to be. The Legion travels from the future to help Clark stop Brainiac and the Persuader following the aftermath of Doomsday with Brainiac yes. in, in, uh, in uh, infusing himself. Not in a bad way. With Chloe. <laughs> yes. And Can Doomsday. I, I myself with Chloe and that's a shit. I don't know. The Persuader with his atomic axe that can split an atom. Oh, my God. Yes. How yeah, awesome is that going to be? I don't know. But um, it's written by Jeff Johns. Yes. You guys probably know this, but our listeners might not. But uh, it. We have listeners. <laughs> I'm so helpful. I'm not so by now, helpful. we don't. 
<laughs> we have listeners and a script. I'm, I'm just stumbling. This. It's just uh, it's like most of the episodes are kind of like, like, kind of like being punched in the face. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, yeah, yeah. and I'm not sure what happened or what I just saw. <laughs> But I'm. But I come back. I can't keep. I feel so like abused housewife to the show. <laughs> God, you're making but, excuses. Um, Smallville didn't mean to hurt me. <laughs> I just need to learn. He, I, I know he really loves it. me. No, I didn't watch I, it hard enough or something. I walked into a door and Smallville was just trying to teach me to make sure that his food was out on top when he got home. <laughs> And you know the sad part is we were upset that Lightning Lad was going to hit his girlfriend with lightning during sex. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> we, we are oh, yeah. all going to hell on the same bus, and Stevens drunk. <laughs> room, room. So who's who's already got their TiVo set for this episode? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, we've I mean, been like watching everything. Telling because yeah. the date moved around a bit. Yeah, so yeah. we're like fanatically like, oh my god, how much did I town? freak out when I realized there was like a season jump before I was going to get to see? <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, I can't wait a month. I'm going to kill myself. That's it. <laughs> That's how I die. They're going to find me. Be a uh, note saying, to record Smallville. Smallville every single week, just in case I miss it. Oh yeah, I know, right? Well, uh, there's always the summer and the reruns. I mean. I, I Whatever. honestly, watch it that day. I saw the season premiere this year, but I had not watched what is this season seven already? I did not watch any of seven. I don't know what I think they've got to be up to seven. I watched half I think of season it's like five, season 350. I missed season six, <laughs> and I haven't watched anything but the season premiere of season seven. So, you know, that it's tells okay. you where I'm, I, I'll, I'll tune in to watch this, though. This sounds really good. But it's interesting that they're traveling back in time to stop Brainiac because that reminds me of my favorite Legion story that was told in Superman the Animated Series. Where the three travel back in time to stop Brainiac, who's going back in time to kill Superman before he realizes what he is. So it's a whole Smallville, small boy adventure thing. And it's, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's the three founding members. It's Saturn Girl... Lightning, Lightning Lad, Lad and Cosmo and Chameleon Boy, no, no, yeah. No. Run. Chameleon. Yeah, Chameleon because he Saturn Girl and Cosmic Boy. Cosmic yeah. Boy, okay. Yeah. Lightning Lad wasn't there. I thought it was Lightning Lad. No, it was Cos. I just big fight. I just thought that that was a fantastic <laughs> well-told <laughs> Legion story. Yeah. And it's one that's always stuck with me because there's this great moment at the end where uh Saturn Girl goes up to him and says, "Hey, you might want to start wearing these glasses because yeah. People won't know who who you are. It makes it harder to determine who you are. And I just thought, wow, that's a really kind of cool moment that ties things into the future. And I, I just thought that was really well done. Do you guys have favorite Legion moments? Oh, a billion, yeah, a billion, like, a billion million. In, are you talking about the cartoon or anything? Just the anything? General? Anything? I mean, oh, we'll, we'll come back around to the cartoon series in a minute. But do you have a, a particular arc or storyline that you like? Anything with Computo. Computer's awesome. <laughs> Crap, I love computer. Kill, triplicate girl. This uh, robot they're bringing five makes so that like, kills people. <laughs> he keeps making robots that kill people. It's great. Yeah, I love the the old old computer is great because he's like verbally armed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's it's my favorite thing. Every time I see him, like verbally armed computer. He's amazing. like a mobile computer bank, and the little smiley face is just. Yeah. Like, I keep waiting for punch because cards it, to shoot out his it mouth. Means that Brainiac Five was designing this thing, and he's like, "Well, what am I going to make it look?" Like, I'm going to make it look a little bit adorable, but retarded. <laughs> yeah. I think this needs to come horribly on. Yes. Arms that, like, wiggle and eat. Oh, he eats books. Oh, yes. Awesome. You know what he needs? He needs a death ray. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he needs to like, this won't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they let him do yeah, these things? I don't know. And he does it repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Matthew, do you have a favorite story arc? I have a number of them. Well, there's like nine billion different iterations of the Legion. Right. I love the, the Justice League Unlimited Legion, where mm-hmm. it was nobody but Brainiac 5 and Bouncing Boy. Yeah. Oh and I actually, I make, I make this reference at work because I love the Legion cartoon when Bouncing Boy was elected leader. And I have a little Bouncing Boy Burger King action figure on my desk. And people uh-huh. ask me, why do you have that toy on your desk? And I'm like, this toy is not just a toy. It, it is a motivational device, and it's designed to remind me that every day when I come to work, th- this is the, okay. I'm going to tell you the parable of Bouncing Boy. Charles Foster Tane was a fat kid. Rosebud. His parents died. Right? He Rosebud. went and he he went to a group. Now this group consisted not just of Superboy who has these ungodly powers, but his cousin Supergirl, who has all those ungodly powers, plus apparently the ability to be have hot. Kryptonian babies, which must be her unique superpower, because it's the only <laughs> thing she can do that he can't, and Monel, who's actually stronger than Superboy, and Ultra Boy, who can do everything Superboy can do, and see through lead. So these, <laughs> we've got these four people. I mean, Supergirl can crack planets with her breasts. You've got these characters, <laughs> ungodly powerful, Bouncing boy goes in and goes, uh, I ricochet off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets in. And the, the, this is the thing. At my workplace, there are like 500 people, and everybody has their thing. But bouncing boy is a representation that no matter where you are, you have something to contribute, even if you're just the fat kid that bounces. Yep. <laughs> in that moment where bouncing awesome. boy is elected leader, my daughter and I both went, Yes! <laughs> because Bouncing Boy was the leader. Uh, the thing about him is he got his powers by eating. Yo, Alex, That's I drew, like the best drew, thing. No, he got his powers he because he was a thing. schlub and wasn't paying attention to which bottle he was drinking. something one day. This is a kid you don't want around your kitchen cabinet because he'd be the one <laughs> right? that drinks the Drano, right? Yeah. But then he that could have gone so wrong. See, I, I think my favorite Legion moments, I've got one from each of them. There's the death of Pharaoh Lad in the original series. Mm-hmm. There's the moment where Block punches Darkseid in the face. <laughs> there's, there's the five-year gap story, and this is such a beautiful moment for me, where they've been hinting and hinting and hinting about Shrinking Violet and Lightning Last being a couple. Mm-hmm. And they've never shown them doing couple things because it's a comic book and it's the 80s. And the Earth blows up. And you see them sitting in a room, and Lightning Lass says something, and then Saturn Girl, or excuse me, not Saturn Girl, Shrinking Violet says something and just snaps at her, and Ayla bursts into tears. And she immediately, uh, Shrinking Violet stops what she's doing, puts her arm around her, and sits with her until she feels better. And that moment right there cements them to me as a Legion couple, but not just that, I mean... That's the moment that you have in your life where you, you, you know, you're fighting with your significant other or your wife or your boyfriend or whatever, and you get to the point where somebody just snaps, fuck you, and somebody starts crying, and the fight is over. I mean, to me, that was just a, the seminal moment for the Legion. I love the Archie Legion moment that sells it for me is when Andromeda sells them out to the White Triangle. Yes, that's what I was going right. to say. And then Andromeda, Andromeda basically realizes that she's been an ass. Yep. And they fake her death and they send her to prison. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, at, at that point, you're just like, okay, these, I mean, these people make mistakes. Things happen. And then, of course, the, the best moment for the Wade Kitson Legion for me is the moment where Ultra Boy is driving his 57 Thunderbird on his date with Triplicate Girl. <laughs> and Ultra Boy, she's like, I can't figure out. He's like, what's to figure out? I'm super strong. I'm really cool. And it would take me about an hour and a half to ruin you for all other men. <laughs> and she's like, that's a great line. He's like, it's not a line. <laughs> I use that in my day-to-day -day life. How does that work out for you? No, well, I've been married for 15 years. So you tell me. <laughs> but it's, it, you know, it, you, if you break it down, we talk about the three eras of the Legion, the pre-crisis Legion and the rebooted Legion and the three booted Legion. There's, I think I figured it out once, there's like 12 different subgroups. So if you try to explain what Legion era you, you love, you're going to have to have like, I don't know, a, some sort of thesis and with circles and arrows yeah. and a paragraph yeah. on the back describing each one. <laughs> but there are so many great moments that, I mean, you, you about can't, you, you can't just break it down. The moment where Darkseid is nearly ball. killing Supergirl and Supergirl. You know, the, one of the Legionnaires who never got any love, Supergirl takes out Darkseid with a big right hand, you know? Yeah. Or the moment where Sunboy finally puts on his costume again in the five-year gap Legion and comes out and tries to be a hero, and the crowd boos and throws trash at him and tries to kill him because he's been working for the Dominators, and you just realize that Sunboy is completely destroyed. And everything that he knew about himself is gone. Everything, everything that Sunboy knows is gone. And he still tries to be a hero. He tries. He fails. But he still goes in trying, you know. I, I could go on for like an hour on this. So. <laughs> All right. But before we get to that, Matthew, what about this uh, cartoon series? I have to admit, I didn't watch a single episode. And it was only on for a short period before it got canceled. Well, like well, if we want to talk about homoerotic undertones, <laughs> best <laughs> show. Holy shit! I'm just saying, Brian, I they, love Superman. <laughs> they, I thought I thought Smallville brought the hoe yay, but holy moly! Yeah, right. I thought that was exceptionally brave of those people. <laughs> holy crap! I've never seen like other than like. Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, maybe, sort of, kind of. Maybe, they sort of, kind of. They're walking around in underwear with a messed up bed, yeah. a single bed in the apartment. A single bed in the apartment. I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> so explain to me the uninitiated to the ways of the cartoon version of the Legion of, of the Superheroes. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's, um... They're like these kids from the future. Really? <laughs> and they have powers and stuff? One of them like shoots that. lightning, and one of them, like, reads your mind, and then one <laughs> of them has the ability to, like, uh, attract meteors to his head. <laughs> and one of them loves super... <laughs> his power is love. Uh, yeah. and Brainy Brainiac 5's super crush is just so amazing. Yeah. He has a crush yeah. on that Superman? It's oh, Superboy. It's, it's like the... Uh, I, it's like, it starts out subtle, like, the first season, you're like... Okay, he's he's yeah. kind of jealous when he goes on a date with a girl, and really? he really wow. wants to be friends, and he <laughs> and stalks him. And you know, it's that, like, you know, it's his ancestor's evil brainiac, and right. he wants Superman to be his friend because he's related to evil. Okay, wait, wait. Let me nerd out here okay, for a second. For Please okay. nerd out. In Justice League, if you watch all of it, and if you watch the Superman animated series, Su Brainiac, there's this point where, like, the last time he shows up or something... Uh, he basically says that his plan is to make a perfect being with Superman. I'm not kidding. It's very, it's kind of a throwaway line where he tells what his plan is. Yeah. Oh. And, oh. 
He wants to make a baby with Superman. <laughs> he wants to make a Superman baby. And, you know, Superman doesn't really seem to notice because he's being, like, whatever at the moment. Like, he's being electrocuted with Brainiac powers. Whatever. But it's kind of, like, weird. Like, he is, in fact, obsessed with Superman. And so you move to the future, and now there's his descendant, and his descendant is totally obsessed with Superman. <laughs> yeah. And the at the season in season two, when Superman yes. is gone, he's like build the little hollow deck Superman. Like, yes, he's bought. No, he's built himself there's... a fake Superman who he runs the scenario over and over where um, he dies in Superman's arms, and Superman's like uh, he says like Oh, you taught me how to like be, be human. human, and Brainiac is like Oh, it's okay that I die, and Brainiac blah, dies, and you're like Did Brain just die? And like, then, oh no, he's just running his daily holodeck uh, experience oh where he pretends to die in little... Superman's arms. And then he comes out of this thing, yeah. and the other Legionnaires see him like, oh, did you go to the movies with him this time? Or did oh you get to games? Yeah, it's not even close to being subtle. Yeah. <laughs> it's... it's and the thing is, it's, it's only there if you want to see it, but once you've seen it, you cannot unsee it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It will not go away. And every single line that Brainiac 5 says in that little Brainiac 5 voice where he's just like, hi, I'm Brainiac 5. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just, I mean, you cannot walk away from it. It's just really, really, it, it's there for the people that want to see it. It's like Xena and Gabrielle. Right. If you want to see it, it's there. <laughs> if you want to read the slash there's fiction, it's there. Right. The the writer for the the little kids comic that's tied into it, like even like talked about it in an interview, like yeah. the little Brainiac Five crush, and he said, you know what, I think Brainiac Five like is a few like a futuristic person and thoughts about love. He's like he handled it very well. <laughs> it was very well, vague and, and beautiful. <laughs> it's it's just like the the lightning last uh, shrinking violet relationship to me in that right. it was never ever talked about it's just like oh yeah they're a couple right, and it was right. to the point where they played it very subtly but it kind of worked in the story because it's like well it's the year 3000 and, and bafarna why would anybody <laughs> why is anybody gonna think it's unusual i mean lightning lad and saturn girl are from different planets right right is it weirder to date a woman from the same planet or to date somebody who's a friggin alien i mean <laughs> yeah right, so what, right. what's what's worse xenophobia or homophobia that's a good point. I'm going to vote with... Uh, Ignorance shoot. of all kind. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just want to work for world peace, and that's why I should be Miss Legion America 2008. Thank you. Thoughts on Legion of Three Worlds so far? I got to say, I'm digging the story. I love every moment of it, and I love going through the individual panels to see who's, who's showing up. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Awesome sauce what? everywhere. It just... It had... All I wanted was like I was like, what's better than one brainiac? <laughs> Three brainiacs. There's, there's like two brainiacs. What's better than two brainiacs? Three brainiacs. What's better than that? All of them in the same room arguing, arguing <laughs> cutely. It's great. And I just want I actually like wish they weren't even fighting anyone. I wish it was just them hanging out and like yeah, being all assholes the to each other. Drinks, yeah, yeah it's talking. It's like, oh, you know who's dead in your group? He's totally alive in our group. <laughs> That's, that would be fun. Okay, I, yes. go ahead. Legion Matthew. of Three Worlds. What rhymes with fucking awesome? 
Yes. I've said it before, and I will continue to say it. It's the thing about the Legion is never the villains and the big plot moments because you've got twenty seven main characters. Right. It's about those little moments. It's the moment where like Rond Vidar, who is like Brainiac Five's best friend from high school. heroically dies on panel and you're just like they could not do that or they wouldn't do it in the regular DC universe Pharaoh Lad getting blowed up real good they would not do that in the mainstream DC universe because there would always be that oh well you know what if he doesn't I don't know we have to (laughs) it's the Legion man people die yeah it's Jeff Johns doing a fight scene where people's heads get punched off yeah no (laughs) people are dying stop that Please, with the head punching off and the. <laughs> I mean, enough with the dismemberment, for God's sake. But uh, speaking of Legion- dismemberment, uh, we got to put this in. Somebody said Uh-oh. you got to talk about the substitute heroes, including Arm Falloff oh. Boy. Oh, oh my God! These are pretty popular. Off. He's like he was in one panel, one or two panels from a, 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 a tryout. My power is I can take off my arm and beat you to death. <laughs> Actually, Why is there such a huge following about this guy? I don't know. His arms fall off. Little, even did one of the little kid comics about him. Yeah, oh yeah. My God. Whole issue. Nothing but him. My yeah, daughter will tell me, and she's like, I will tell you who the Legionnaires are. That's Saturn Girl, and that's Lightning Lad, and that's Brainiac 5. That is Arm Fall Off Boy, and he <laughs> is not a Legionnaire. She <laughs> 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 was actually a retcon that uh, I think, I want to say Mark Wade but I may be wrong, just created in an issue of Secret Origins just to throw in there. But Arm Fall Off Boy is like the epitome of all of the Legion losers who barely made <laughs> his subs. He's like the guy whose power, his power is not only useless, not only ridiculous, you don't even know what in the hell he was thinking when he thought he was going to come be a Legionnaire. I mean, come on, yeah. Uh. Bouncing boy, I'll, I'll give you bouncing boy because every group needs a fat kid to make fun of. But <laughs> arm fall off, boy. It, which is why and this, this will tell you of my geekery. Uh, in the late '80s, there was a Legion mush, a, a mud, a multi-user dungeon. Oh my god! I was a mush. member of that. Matthew, you win. <laughs> I was a member of Legion mush, and I got to play Lightning Lass because. There were no male characters there, and hey, you know, <laughs> I'm good. I am, I am secure in my sexuality. I made a good lightning class, thank you very much. Aww, <laughs> all right. Plus, plus, at the time, she was a quasi-lesbian, which meant when men came to cyber, I could just go, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but at one point, we were creating the Legion of Superheroes Auxiliary Reserve, which oh, is yeah. where I created a couple of characters, and one of them was Meteor Attractor Boy. And we were trying to come up with characters who were even lamer than Arm Fall Off Boy. Is that- because even, even, even Arm Fall Off Boy had a character. Somebody was playing Arm Fall Off Boy. Wow, wow. And going, haha, I'm a real Legion character, and you're my best. <laughs> so, oh, you know, Meteor Attractor Boy and the Fly King, who could control up to three houseflies simultaneously. <laughs> All this power and still they mock me. (laughs) And uh, my friend created a guy who could attract toasters with his eyeballs. (laughs) But only while they were plugged in. God, some of these sound like they could have been in the comic. And that's the thing. I mean, when you look at – here's the – you look at the substitute heroes, with the exception of maybe Color Kid – these are relatively powerful characters. Right. Right, girl. God damn it. 
Night Lass. Did Night you read? Or... Did you read the recent issue where they three booted Night Girl? And I they, I have stopped. I, yeah. But okay. I saw. I actually saw tons they for it. They did a kick ass Night Girl scene, and you've got me saying kick ass. So shut up. <laughs> um, Night Girl comes in, and she's like, "Quick, turn off the lights." And they turn on the artificial lights, and she's like, Ultra Boy, get down here. And he's like, you want a mud wrestle? And she's like, nope. Grabs him by the neck and slams him into the wall. Beats the snot out of him. Has a wardrobe malfunction. Pops out of her top. Doesn't even stop beating the crap out of Ultra Boy. And they finally are like, okay, you guys need to stop before you destroy the headquarters. But, I mean, it's this moment where you finally look at it and you go, you know, Night Girl paired with Shadow Lass. Everyone, everyone... On the planet has gone. Uh, you realize there's a nut, there's like a, a lady over there that just makes darkness. That's all she does. Yeah, and you you reject this girl because she only has strength in darkness. Yes. Let me point. Uh, uh, allow me to cite the case of Bouncing Boy. <laughs> you reject this woman who's as strong as Superboy, and as long as she's not under sunlight, and it even under natural indoor lighting, she has her strength. Come on, people, this is not that much of a problem. To be fair, Supergirl didn't get into the Legion yeah. the first time. Yeah. Didn't Superboy didn't get it. Did he get into Superboy? I think he got in the first time. I, I thought he didn't. I thought, I thought he Superboy didn't. They pretended that he didn't, and then they let him in. Supergirl was rejected <laughs> the first time because Red Kryptonite turned her into yeah, a grown right. But she dug it you gotta love that issue because I, I, and I love the man. I love him dearly. I think it was Bob Oxner was writing the issue, and she grew into a grown woman. But her little blue super miniskirt didn't grow with her. <laughs> I salute you, Bob Oxner, wherever you are, because, my God, you're a real American hero. <laughs> All right, final question. Or maybe it's one of the final questions. Yeah, uh, lots of luck there. There has been this huge story arc that took place like two years ago that reintroduced the original Legion back into continuity following 52. Uh, it was the Lightning Saga. And yes. at the end of it, Everybody goes back to the future because they've captured lightning into this little rod, and we see Brainiac just kind of tucking it away and goes, Ah, my plan is coming together. (laughs) Soon, Mr. Bond, you will die. Um, (laughs) In this latest issue, in the third issue of uh, Legion of Three Worlds, he pulls it out and says, Now it's time to unveil my master plan or whatever. Who are they bringing back? Bart. Yeah. They're bringing back Impulse. (laughs) Without a doubt, hands down. Okay. Definitely. All right. That's who I would like to think, because it was such a shame it's, to kill off that character. He was one of my favorite read, characters of all times. If you read, like, um, the Flash issues and stuff before he got killed, like, they keep saying, like, oh, he's like a, he's like a bolt of lightning. He's like a flash <laughs> of lightning coming out of, like, a lightning, a lightning round. It's, like, really <laughs> obvious. It's, like, super, like, oh, Bart, if only you would come back to out lightning. Out of lightning. Out of lightning. <laughs> and they keep, they brought back every other Flash, yeah. except Bart. And it's going to be Bart, because he's adorable and awesome. It's going to be great. Okay. They brought back Excess. They're going to bring Excess back. Well, so they don't need another speedster, because you can't have multiple powers in the Super uh, No, uh, but bear in mind, Bart has powers other than just his super speed. Well, that is, that is, that is true. Matthew, who do you think they're bringing back? <sighs> I could give a rat's ass, honestly. Um, <laughs> I initially thought it was Barry Allen. I like the idea that it might be Impulse for a couple of reasons. One, if you look at Impulse's costume... And you look at the reboot Legion costumes, they're they the same fit. damn suit. Yeah. And Even in one issue, they say that um, uh, Impulse inspired their costumes. Yeah. Ah, cool. And I, 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 like that. I like that symmetry. I'd like to see 
you know, if you're going to bring Impulse back and all the other Flashes are back from the dead and they're all at the Flash Cafe, this would give <laughs> Impulse a place to be. Right. Yes. Where, you know, he'd be, he'd be unique. But honestly, as much as I've been enjoying, you know, every single panel of Legion of the Three Worlds and just going, hey, it's that guy. Hey, it's holy crap, that's Grimbor the Chainsman. <laughs> you know, stuff where I'm the only one who really cares. And it, I know I'm not. But I'm probably the only one in Topeka. But that's, you know, <laughs> I, I look at it and I'm just enjoying so much seeing George Perez drawing these characters. And just little moments like Miza reaching up to touch Block's face. Or the moment where, you know, you see Rond tell his father to go to hell right before they snap his neck, you know. These are the moments to me that make the Legion the Legion. The whole point of the Legion was never, here's this overarching story where something happens. It's oh, here's Saturn Girl's response to Lightning Lad dying. Mm-hmm. Here's Pharaoh Lad trying to save Superboy's life because he knows that Superman is going to mean more to the universe than Pharaoh Lad ever would. Yeah. Here's, you know, Bouncing Boy marrying the girl of his dreams and literally taking a girl who was completely in love with Super Superboy, the, you know, the perfect kid, and showing her that you know there's more to life than having the perfect Tom Welling boyfriend. Mm-hmm. The point of the Legion is always about the characters and their interaction because it kind of has to be. If, if you got 28 main characters, you better yeah. do something with them. My, and it's, yeah. my thinking is, and I, I initially thought like everyone else that it's Impulse. That's who they're bringing back, Bart Allen. Uh, I guess you really can't call him Impulse because he's was the Flash when he was killed, but regardless, <laughs> if, if you look at some of the other clues that have been dropped, however, when Starman came back, and he's now with the JSA, he, I, I forget which issue it was, it was one of those uh, spin-off issues uh, during this whole Magog saga, uh, Starman goes to get a job oh. in Metropolis, and he's a gravedigger in Metropolis. Last I knew, Bart was not buried in Metropolis. He would have been buried in either Keystone City or Central City. Uh, near the Flash Museum. Uh, So why is he a gravedigger in Metropolis? Well, they're just about to settle this whole Superboy lawsuit, which was the reason why they killed Superboy to begin with, just to kind of say F you. So I'm wondering, since there's not a Superman and the Legion of Superheroes in the future, or even Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, maybe they're bringing back Con-El. Would that suck or would that be okay? He he might um be already back as Nightwing in Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's what I thought. With his uh telekinesis <laughs> and, and flying. And flying, <laughs> yeah. So we're voting uh Connell uh, in as Nightwing. Okay. But because yeah. they keep they like they're like, oh stop he's uh, Flamebird's like, stop using your powers or something because he's flying. Right. And uh, then they show a stat, uh, Connor's statue being rebuilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, something. All right. Mm. All right. <laughs> well, I thought I'd throw that out there because those are some of the clues that I noticed. And also, um, message people Superboy Prime is afraid of Flash people. So. No, that's true too. Throw a bunch of flashes. Yeah, throw yeah, get all four flash, flashes. Five flashes. It would sure be great if they could bring back uh, uh, Johnny Quick and Max Mercury to. To, uh, to help out, too. Is Max Mercury dead? He merged yeah. with the Speed Force, so technically he's dead. <laughs> they bring him back, I'll be annoyed. Well, he and Johnny <laughs> they Quick both... bring him both... back instead of Bart, I'll cry. Yeah, J- Johnny Quick, Max Mercury both merged with the St- Speed Force. Jesse Quick lost her powers, and Bart apparently died, so whatever. 
But it would be cool to bring <laughs> them all back. But this is Legion Talk, or has been Legion Talk. I think we better wrap it up here, because I think no! this is so much Legion no, Talk that it's going it. to blow people's minds <laughs> by the time they've gotten here. I have never had a Legion conversation with a female before, and I'm just totally like, yeah! <laughs> Rock on! Well, this has been a this has been a wonderful episode, and I really want to thank Adriana and Kristen for being here. Uh, uh, thanks for having us. Yeah. This is great. Well, tell everyone where they can find if you want to hear girls talking about Legion of Superheroes, Matthew. Where can we find your podcast and your website? Superfuturefriends.blogspot.com, and we're also on iTunes. And you can just search for Super Future Friends. Mm-hmm. You guys are up and to like fifteen episodes right now. Fifteen, yes, yeah, I think like I think it's fifteen. Yeah, yeah, and we're about to do awesome Ultra Boy appearance. Yeah, Ultra Boy shows up next. Uncomfortably taking off his shirt a lot with an old man. Yeah, <laughs> right? awesome. <laughs> they, they. Hey, Marla Latham is a, is a good man. He he has a. <laughs> come on, how many men walk around in t- identical tights to a teenage boy? <laughs> Why do you notice that his chest symbol looks like an enormous tool? <laughs> I'm just saying. What well, is that thing on his chest? <laughs> while you're actually, over at their website, website, while you're over at their website, check out their individual uh, pages, Adriana and Kristen's individual pages, to see some of their artwork. Uh-huh. And if you check out, and it's really well done, uh, if you check out some of the stuff that features the Legion of Superheroes, for some reason. There seems to be a lot of brainiac in, <laughs> yeah, in these pages. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just a coincidence, I think. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, ladies, thank you so much. And everyone else, thank you so much for being a part of the Major Spoilers podcast this week. We have enjoyed talking Legion with everybody. And uh, don't forget to tell everybody about the show. Be sure to visit our website, Majorspoilers.com. Hit us up on MySpace, myspace.com slash Majorspoilers. You can find Matthew, Rodrigo, and I all over at the Facebook or so I hear. Uh, we appreciate all the comments that people have been leaving over at iTunes. And if you want to drop a few more five-star ratings, please go right ahead and do that. If you have questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or if you'd just like to sponsor a show or say hi, all you have to do is drop us an email at podcast at majorspoilers.com. Now, next week, people have been asking about this. Rodrigo supposedly is back from vacation. We're going to talk about the goats and gods of 2008. What went right? What went wrong? In this whole past year, that's on next week's episode of the Major Spoilers Podcast, because we know that you love comics, and we do too, and we'll see you next time. And this is where, uh, this is where Rodrigo says Blarney Cock. Shit. If I had the X-ray vision of a Superman, I could save some bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the rack. And although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew, he'd make me wait out on the corner. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. If I was hulking green or gray I could bust through that brick wall Take their comic books away But then the little me would deal With all the tanks and bombs and guns Have you tried to read a series With all that going on Guess I need to rethink this plan How would you bag and board your comics With such huge hands Guess I already told ya What a major spoiler What a major spoiler 
What a major spoiler Yeah, 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 yeah What a major spoiler